Hello, and welcome to the Scott Douglas Media Channel. We stream live here every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time for the talk show Conversations with Scott Douglas, a long-form interview program featuring big-name guests from the world of Monster Jam, motorsports, live entertainment, and more. On each conversation, you will hear directly from the superstars and key behind-the-scenes players telling their unique stories and offering tips and insights into their specific industry. You can watch each show for free when the conversation streams live or watch a show anytime at your convenience by subscribing to the Scott Douglas Media Channel here on Twitch. It's easy to do. Just click on the About button on this page and scroll down to get your subscription started. Subscriptions are as low as $4.99 per month, and Amazon Prime members can use their complimentary subscription to any Twitch channel that they receive each month as one of their Amazon Prime benefits to use that to subscribe and enjoy all of the entertaining and informative conversations that we have right here, live, three times each week. And be sure to check out the website, scottdouglasmedia.com, for the lineup of scheduled guests that are coming up on Conversations, and for details on the production services that I can provide. Thanks for visiting the Scott Douglas Media Channel and tune in every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time when Conversations with Scott Douglas comes your way live. Who's ready for Monster Jam? Well, good evening, everyone, and it's great to be back with you. We welcome you into a Happy New Year, as it were, of conversations with Scott Douglas here on the Scott Douglas Media Channel on Twitch. And uh, again, thrilled to have you back with us as we get ready for a, a new year. And it's an exciting time to be on for sure as uh, getting ready, obviously, for a lot of events to kick up. And for a lot of us, uh, the start of another Monster Jam season with five tours actually getting ready to uh, get rolling this weekend. Really exciting, which gave me the idea that for the first time ever that guys who really know the sport and are going to be heavily involved with Monster Jam, uh, I'm very happy to say for both of them here in 2022. Uh, it would be great if we just have a conversation and uh, talk about what we expect, maybe give some opinions, predictions. Would love to have, especially as we go through the show, uh, those of you in the chat room letting me know what you agree with, disagree with, telling us you know your, your thoughts, and we'll try to share even more of that than we normally do. So uh, let's get the show started as this is, I got the, the, the whole team's together tonight. Jordan Hicks is producing, pushing the buttons because in front of the camera, the executive producer of this show, and he's about to begin uh, his 10th season, I believe it is, he'll correct me if I'm wrong, as uh, one of the hosts on Monster Jam's Arena Tour Central, Matt Isbell, and Josh Lee, who is uh, the director of the show and produces a lot of the shows and will be the competition manager on Stadium Tour Yellow. So, gentlemen, it just seemed like heading out this weekend, and this will be the only show this week because everybody's traveling, and then we'll get back to three shows, three new shows next week. But it seemed like it'd be a great time just to talk Monster Jam, and I know you guys can talk it like few others. So instead of being behind the camera, let me welcome you to the front of the camera. I feel like I've been on the show so many times this year, but this is a great way to start 2022. Monster Jam is here, man. Yeah, yeah, I haven't been on yet. This is my, I've been in, I think I've done one short thing after Atlanta Motor Speedway and one short thing after Arlington back in October. This is the first time I've been in front of the camera for like an extended period of time. I feel like I'm joining an eclectic group here. Yeah, and, and at that time you had to push buttons too. So now yeah. Jordan's, Jordan's got you covered. So guys, let's let's just start. I know everybody's really excited. And of course, I, I thought maybe um, we could kind of start 
with what we just put away in 2021. Uh, a, a lot of things people didn't like and, and you know, a lot of things that, that didn't go too well. But in terms of Monster Jam, they accomplished a lot. And, and I think the, the biggest key was with all the protocols and, and, and every place they had to go. You know, they, they couldn't pick little places where maybe they could slide away and nobody noticed they were there. They went back to the highest profile stadiums and they put on what was a wildly successful stadium tour. Uh, their TV team did an incredible job of bringing it up. So really, and I'll start with you, Matt, 2022 has a lot of momentum to build off of from what Monster Jam accomplished, not just with the stadium tour, but with all the events they did over the summer and fall as well. It's crazy because, you know, as you said, it's we went from October of 2020 where we went, you know, they started off small, you know, because of all the protocols. Then they did the one stadium tour at the beginning of the year, then spread out into some of the arenas. And now it's just nice because it's like, man, we have five full tours back to back and every stadium lineup and every arena lineup is stacked. And it's just going to be nice because we get to have all the fans back with us and riding along with us. And so many of these arenas back at full capacity, once again, and the stadiums at full capacity again, I think that's what I'm most excited for is being able to hear the full uproar of all the fans once again. Yeah. I think everybody's looking forward to that. Josh, you were a part of the experience, even a little more so than Matt uh, for monster jam in 2021. Matt did get a couple of shows in, um, but you actually, did some Florida shows for them. And then you went as a spectator to a few shows. So it, it, you're, you're probably going to find it a lot different too, because I think just about everything you went to was restricted capacity, right? Yeah. Everything except for sunrise, but I was on the track crew for sunrise as well. So I wasn't in the stands. I was in the back helping the AV team running mics out to the floor, but yeah, for Orlando first club event I did, it was, I mean, functional groups, everything, everybody knows about that. How, they had the functional groups for all of last year and then Tampa as well. Atlanta, I still had the pod system. That was, I went to Jacksonville as a spectator as well. That was also pods. So seeing a couple events with the pod system, that was good to be distance away from everybody. So, and then once they went back to full capacity, I mean, it was great to see in sunrise, especially I think Saturday night, it was almost sold out and you could look all the way up and all the way to the rafters and see people just in every seat. It was insane to see even for a small arena event like sunrise it was just good to see everybody coming back and with 100 capacity again this year everybody's going to be back and i'm just hoping that everything stays the way it is and we get all five tours in and we see 100 capacity and a lot of people coming to these events because monster jam has kind of exploded over the last year as well yeah it, it it's it's interesting and when you, when you take a look at it i mean they had to you know pretty much shut the whole thing down and rebuild it and, and they've really done it awfully quickly when, when, you, when you think about it because of the magnitude and the size of, of the company that Feld Entertainment is and, and, and putting on the Monster Jam events. And, and again, because of the places they go to, um, you know, the biggest stadiums, uh, the uh, uh, you know, NFL stadiums, the baseball stadiums, uh, the NBA and, and NHL arenas. And, you know, it, it, it hasn't been easy. And, and going into this year, there will be a, a lot of things that um, – you know, not to get too far into the weeds, but you guys have all been in meetings already. Um, nobody's letting their guard down at Feld. I mean, no. they they were going to go with, with with local rules and restrictions. But in terms of things, you, you heard the, the word that, that Josh used there, things like pods and functional groups and things like that. Um, you know, the people putting Monster Jam together 
are are still, you know, they've always been about safety, you know, on the track and for the fans of the things that happen. But, you know, with, with the COVID situation, that's still number one. So, I mean, if you, you run into any of us backstage or, or you, you see us walking through the arena, I mean, we're going to have our masks on. We're yeah. going to do everything um, to be, what, what's this term they like to use? Air on the side of caution, I guess. But, but also, even more so, to make sure that the strictest possible safety measures are in place, Matt. And, and uh, you know, you, you'll be able to get yep. in spots where you can announce with a mask off. But for the most part, when we see you, you're going to have a mask on. And that's Absolutely. just going to be part of it. Absolutely. And that's what and that's what we got to do to stay safe in in all these events that we're doing with Monster Jam, especially especially in the arenas. The arenas are a lot smaller. You're more confined with around the fans and we just got to be safe and everything. It's the thing is, though, it's like I can't. That's why I like the arena setting. I'm around everybody, but I I could still wave to everybody and say hi to people. I just can't. Unfortunately, we right now can't be up close like we want to. But we're progressing that way. We're going to get there where we can be back, you know, where I can you know, be side by side with fans again and saying hi, but this is what we have to do for right now. And if this is what we got to do to have monster jam and have these full capacities at events, I'm all about it. I'm fine yeah. with it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, some of the hosts are, are notorious huggers. Well, no, no hugging these days. We'll, no. we'll, we'll be waving and, and still elbow bumping for a little bit. And, and, uh, and Josh, you know, it, it, it came around and, and of course I was, was in Orlando as you were and you know, it, it wasn't as loud. The, the crowd obviously was at that capacity, which I think was like 30% at the time. But the people who were there still had a blast. And that was what was so cool to see. They were truly happy to be there. I expect we're going to really get that feeling when we head out. And uh, you're, you're going out west here right off the bat. I, I would imagine you're going to have a stadium full of people all fired up. Oh, even with the pods, everybody was still loud. I mean, it yeah, sounded like yeah. normal stadiums. You could you couldn't tell by sound profile alone if there was pods at the show or not. You couldn't tell if it was limited capacity. You went to Raymond James Stadium. I remember vividly Saturday night when it was a virtual sellout. They had sold all the pods they had. It wasn't, you know, people everywhere, but everyone's still socially distant. But it was every ticket they had available was sold. And it sounded like a regular Monster Jam event. You could have fooled me if I had my eyes closed and hearing the cheers for Tom Mentz taking the lead in freestyle. I mean, it sounded like there was people all the way up to the top of the 400 section. I mean, it sounded just amazing to hear all those people there. And yeah, going out West for the start of first quarter too is kind of insane considering, especially how locked down California has been after the last year. And they were able to do Los Angeles, San Jose, I believe a handful of other California events, but now we're going back into the large Baseball stadiums, Oakland, San Diego, Anaheim. I mean, we're getting those gigantic floors back. That is just going to be a playground for everybody on Stadium Tour Yellow. And I believe Stadium Tour Red might have a handful of stops in the West Coast, too. Yeah, yeah. it's it's. Uh, but you guys you guys got the heavy West Coast. Hey, as we, we talk a little about leading into 2022 by looking at 2021, Josh, you actually... Uh, I mean, you see some you see some of the action when you're when you're working with the crew, but you actually went to some events as, as spectators. Give me just some of the things that if, if you just took a quick look back at events that you saw of some things that stick with you as maybe some of the most spectacular things you saw last year. Well, Kristen Anderson winning freestyle in Jet Jacksonville Saturday night. I think that was the most unexpected thing. She threw down in the mud they had that entire day. It was raining. It was cold. And Kristen put on a one heck of a show and was able to win freestyle. So that was great. Uh, Orlando, of course, the Hall of Fame night just in general with you and Dennis being inaugurated, Scott, and just the, the show those drivers put on in freestyle was insane. 
Tampa Tom huge air coming off of the step up pod and slams into the dumpster right in front of where we were sitting. That was, a, that was one of the best moments of the season. And just there were so many Tom's air in Atlanta, just seeing the Atlanta Motor Speedway track, having the double bus stack, having looking to turn one, turn four, and just seeing nothing but dirt covering the front stretch of Atlanta Motor Speedway. And there was a lot of great moments in arenas as well, because there was arena events going all the way from right after the stadium championship series ended all the way up until November. Basically every single weekend, there was at least one arena event. Some had two or three and every single event was solid. There was yeah. solid moments throughout the entire season. It's just, it was great to see monster Jam come back and not only come back and have these events, but put on good events as well and give the fans moments that they can remember. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Orlando. I'll get I'll get my two cents in and then go to Matt. Um, the um, you know it, everything was such a honor to be down there and to, to be inducted with Dennis into the Monster Jam Hall of Fame, um, and and I, we were so appreciative of of you know Jamie and, and Jamie Dalsing and Scott Olinsky and Andrew Palachko and Bill Easterly, everybody who might have had um, a hand in the decision to go ahead and make it happen in Orlando because of course it was supposed to happen there a year previously before the, you know, everything got shut down. And, but you know, what, what, what you said, and we kind of picked up on it that, um, you know, the best of the best in terms of modern drivers were there in Orlando. And, and they, they, they all said that they were doing this in terms of stepping it up, but they stepped it up every week, but it, but it did feel like uh, everybody really wanted um, you know, to win that night, that that the Hall of Fame ceremony added a little something to it, and 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 Cole Bernard said that when he won the overall that night, and and Dennis looked at me and said, "Well, that's almost that's almost as good as one of my boys winning." <laughs> uh, Matt, you you did get a couple of arenas in. Anything stand out from 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 uh, you getting hooked back up with the guys a little bit last year? I know you had other things going on, but you're getting ready to jump back in with both feet. I mean, Tony, watch it, Tony Oaks, actually, because the weekend I did Raleigh, he stepped up and he came out and it was for his first time in a truck all year, like his very first time in a Monster Jam truck all season long. And he came out and I think he finished almost second overall all weekend and he took one overall. But it's crazy to me because he's been out of a truck all season long and he just because we did practice and, you know, Tony wanted some extra practice, so he practiced two-wheel, and he came out, and it's just like he didn't skip a beat, you know? And then watching Tyler Menninger drive, it's like that kid doesn't miss. You know, that kid just comes out and just likes to dominate, you know? It's seeing guys like that, you know, just they've been out for so long because of everything that has happened, and they just able to step back in a seat and just come out here and nail it like nothing happened. That's what's special to me because it's like they've never, they never lost what happened. That was really cool to stand out to me, like when I got to do the events this year. Hey, Josh, like Matt, you've been a fan your entire life. Um, following up on on what Matt just said, uh, because when you did some reports for us, it was clear and and, and watching NBCSN all year, the idea that, that that time off was going to create rust, or that these guys and gals, or guys and girls, weren't going to be ready to come back and perform at the top level that, that went out the, out the window quick because they were right on it, right off the bat. Everything followed by everything Matt said. I think we saw that in Arlington in 2020 where everybody just kind of came back. And I mean, you could have thrown the Arlington event 
into the beginning of 2020 and you wouldn't bat an eye. It would look like it is exactly in place because everybody just kind of knew what they were doing. They didn't really, you know, they needed to get back up on the bike and, you know, start pedaling a little bit. But once they got that pedaling going, it was like they already knew what to do. They really didn't need a ton of help. So it was one practice on Friday and, you know, Saturday night when Arlington came in 2020, it was just like a normal Monster Jam event. That's the same thing with the Stadium Championship Series, same thing with everybody knew who has gotten into a truck. It, there wasn't really any rust factor. Like you mentioned, they're just, everybody just kind of got in the truck. They already knew what to do. And they said, okay, let's go out let's perform for these fans. And that's what all of them did. It was an amazing season for each and every one of the athletes, whether it was company or independent, everybody brought it. Everybody took home a lot of hardware this year. And I think for the stadium championship series, at least it was everybody except for three of the drivers took home a freestyle win that season. It was wide open. Yeah, wide wide open is right, and it was absolutely elite. It was the best of the best for sure. And, boy, these lineups are stacked. We're going to start breaking down each tour here in a minute. Guys, the final segment uh, or the final part of this segment, we'll take a break, and then we're going to start breaking down each tour one at a time. But I just wanted to get some thoughts, and, Matt, I'll start with you. Okay. Um, you know, nobody knew, you know, when, when you all got the phone calls, you know, in March of 2020, you know, you're not getting on your flight for this weekend. And some people yeah. were, were even in cities already. I think Christina Moore, your new partner, was actually on location and had to be called back before she was going to go out for her first event. You get that shut down and, and you know, nobody knew anything. You know, we, we kind of meandered our way through the rest of 2020. And, and with your help and Josh's help and Jordan's help, you know, I found a, a lot of different things to do. A lot of different things uh, we were able to do in 2021. But now... Heading into 2022, I guess my thought, and what I want to get you to just comment on a little bit, you know, we went from so much uncertainty to all of us just figuring out what was going to work and what we could do and, and you know, where our opportunities were going to be. And and then to see the sport and this brand that we love so much, Monster Jam, coming back with five full tours in 2022. I, I'm, I'm all, you know, we wanted it to happen faster, but I'm almost surprised it's happened as fast as it did. What about you? How excited are you that it's coming back like it is? When I got that phone call that they said, hey, we want you back, full tour and everything, I, I said, sign me up. Like, let's go. Let's take this wave and let's ride it again. Because it's Monster Jam is what I've always strived to get to. You know, I love announcing other Monster Truck promoters. You know, they, they, I still do to this day. But Monster Jam is the biggest league you can have in, in the country. And when I got that phone call back, it's just like almost an honor for me because, you know, I, I didn't know the uncertainty, Scott. Like I was in the middle. I remember going to Mississippi and I had a connection in Nashville and I just landed in Nashville. And that's when I got the text from a tour coordinator at the time. And she said, uh, where are you? And I said, I'm in Nashville waiting to get on my flight to my next city. And she said, don't get on that next flight. We're getting you a flight home. And it was like just the world. It just all, all came, came crashing down out of nowhere. And to get this phone call back and first and to also being on one of the best lineups you're going to have in arenas this year. Like it, it's just a true honor because we didn't know what was going to happen. Especially we didn't know we were going to be able to have five full tours in 2022. We have five full blown, huge tours happening in 2022. And they're all going just about every week. Yeah. We'll look at the cities here in a minute. Josh, I'm going to give you the final word in this segment because there are some parts of your story that remind me, of some of the people who are, are are leading the way today in this business, like Andrew Palachko, who did everything they could 
to become a part of Monster Jam. You know, he was taking pictures and he was working on on this team or that team. He was doing internet blogs. He was doing whatever it took to get involved. That continued to literally rise up the ranks. Um, you're a much younger fella. Andrew won't mind me saying that. <laughs> but this has been your dream to the point where if they wanted you to run out on the track and flower the starting line, you flowered the starting line. If so, I needed to sweep up a little oil mess in the back. Josh would go sweep up the oil mess in the back when he got the chance. And now they've called you and you're going to be a competition manager on one of the most anticipated tours, stadium tour yellow. Uh, I just got to see how you're feeling. Henry. You've got to be like, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just past Christmas time, but you got to be like a kid at Christmas time. It hasn't really set in yet. I think once I get on that flight to Oakland, it's going to start to set in. But I did not think working my first event as track crew in 2021 would lead to me getting a call to be competition manager this quickly. I was already gearing up. I think I'd already texted Scott Olinsky saying, hey, what's the club situation for world finals? Because I was getting ready to get all my club contracts ready and getting all my friends like, OK, we're going to work here and we'll do this. And I was kind of just trying to be the ringleader for all of that. And then, uh, like Matt mentioned, it all came crashing down. Basically, just got the text that there was a job offer. And I pounced at it and basically told my friends, guys, sorry, <laughs> can't do track crew next year anymore because I'll be traveling with a tour. And it's just been a wild month and a half up until this point. And I'm ready to get going. It's going to be a lot of work. I believe I only have two weekends off between now and the beginning of May. So... I'm ready for it, though. I'm ready to get my boots wet, and I'm ready to just go and get ready and get on a tour because this has been, like you mentioned, I've been waiting for this for a long time, so it's just great that it's finally happening. And in 2022, with this lineup, insane. Yeah, and I'm taking into account everybody's schedule, including my travel schedule, because I am doing some things with Monster Jam at least for a while, and I'm thrilled to be doing it, um, helping out with some training and, and, and this weekend in North Charleston, South Carolina. We'll talk about that tour in a minute. Um, but... Uh, so, so even though we're not going to do any more shows this week, Josh, we're going back the full Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. So we need your travel schedule. You got to make sure Jordan's ready to go. <laughs> you're you're going to, you're going to rack up a lot. Make sure you've got all your frequent flyer yes. numbers oh, yeah. loaded oh, into yeah. the system. That's the way to do it. <laughs> oh yeah. I already, yeah. already did. I already you're did. going from Florida to California each week, young man. Yeah. Better you than me. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> hey, Better Scott, real. Real quick, you know, you asked Josh about how excited he is and me. Like, what about you, though? Because, like, the world came crashing down as well, yeah. like, with you with entertainment. And now you are back. You know, you're going out to North Charleston this week. You're back in the swing yeah. of things. Like, got to feel exciting for you, too, though, right? Yeah, and, and and it was so much fun these past couple of weeks. And, and you guys sat through uh, because the world's different now. But, it, you know, it's interesting to me. And then we'll get to this daggone break because I want to get to that tour. But now you've you got me on a little bit of a tangent here. I don't know. You guys would know better than I. We, we kind of had this discussion. I want to say it was, it was maybe Greg Whitaker and Andrew and I were, were talking about it and probably some others. But where was Microsoft Teams two years ago? Or where was Zoom two years ago? You're right. The, the technology had to be there. But now it's just like amazing. And we literally last week had every Monster Jam host, all of the AVs, the competition managers, uh, Greg Whitaker and I, all Andrew Palachko and Scott Alinsky and Jamie Dalsing and every and Jen Mahone, everybody on the screen. Yeah, literally, so many people on the screen. There was one sidebar that would just keep flipping cameras in and out. It allows you to do things now that that I guess there were ways to do them before, but nobody really knew about them. And so the necessity of, of so many. And the first time I saw it was when the pandemic really hit and everything just shut down. 
first time I noticed it or ever heard of it. And you guys may, may be able to add to this or know more, but it was the singing competition shows. It was uh, American Idol and the voice that went away yes. for a couple of weeks. And apparently as they went away for a couple of weeks, they were sending all their contestants ring lights and, 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 and stuff that they could produce their own stuff with. And then they hooked everybody up using Microsoft Teams to, to, to the, for yep. those shows to fill out the rest of their runs. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. Uh, I know the NFL was doing it for a little bit, too, when it came to their press conferences and whatnot. They were sending out tablets and using Microsoft Teams. You know, they they were doing a lot of stuff when it, when it came to all of that. So that's that was what happened when the pandemic happened. And guess what? It's one of the best tools that we have now when it comes to doing everything virtual. Yeah. Josh, you mess with it much? I know. I, I know you prefer sticking with Skype when we do this show. <laughs> yeah, I had only really known about Zoom because I've I was in in virtual school since tenth grade. So we had something called Blackboard before that, but then they switched to Zoom maybe a couple months before the pandemic. It was I think it was actually at the beginning of twenty twenty. They swapped this to Zoom, and then suddenly once March hit, everybody's using Zoom, and then Microsoft Teams coming in and Skype. And I, I would like to stay with stay with Skype. I don't really like Skype. Everybody knows this. I am not a Skype fan, but it is the easiest thing to use. It's very low maintenance. My, Matt was talking about switching well, to Microsoft Teams. Like, just leave it this. Yeah, That's and fine. you know, Josh, when you think about it, we've gotten Dennis Anderson, Mike Wine, Jim Cramer, Kid Rarig. I mean, we can go through names of people who, and, and they they know it. I'm not saying anything to knock them, who are tech, technologically challenged. And I'm one of them. <laughs> We've gotten them all on with Skype. So it works some one way or another. <laughs> there's your point. All right, let me get this first break. Is, hey, um, I, I think most of you know it because you've seen the social media, but I got to talk about it because we're fired up. Because right from the beginning, when we started doing conversations with Scott Douglas on Twitch, some people would reach out to me and say, yeah, that's cool, but you know, I, I'm, I'm on Spotify and I get podcasts there or I'm on Apple Music or I'm on Amazon Music. Well, Matt Isbell, my executive producer, absolutely went to work digging into how to best do it, the best people to work with, how to get it rolling. And he has taken the bull by the horns, as it were, to make sure that every Monday we are now going to drop brand new podcasts. So if you like, if you're going to be traveling a lot in the winter or at any time and you want great stories to listen to, just download the podcast. They're now available. The first three episodes are up. Uh, again, you can get it at Apple Music. You can download uh, Conversations with Scott Douglas to, through Spotify. You can do it through Amazon Music. Uh, Dennis Anderson, obviously, episode one goes back to the very start of Conversations with Scott Douglas. The second show we did, which was with Tom Mentz, that's up there. And just dropping yesterday, I think one of everybody's favorite shows was um, the conversation I had with Army Armstrong, where we had special guests keep dropping in, and Dennis dropped in, and Gary Porter dropped in, and Pablo Huffaker dropped in. Those three are available. You can go there right now. I just ask you this. When you go there, um, you know, all of these type things and, and you know i'm just getting used to them myself but they all have like like you know reviews and follows and this and that so uh you don't you know it's up to you you know it's a free country but we love all the five star reviews that you can give us trying to make sure we get it out there i know a lot of people have already been downloading them and since you're watching me on twitch we'll give you the heads up that nobody else will find out about on social media until next monday Next Monday, we will drop the very first conversation I have with Gary Porter. All the old great stories about Carolina Crusher, about his getting started, about his gravedigger days, that'll be on there. So check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And after this break, we're going to be talking about Arena Tour Central. 
right after this. Welcome back to this special edition of Conversations with Scott Douglas with my guests, Matt Isbell and, and Josh Lee, a couple of guys who know Monster Jam awfully well. They know this show really well because I wouldn't be on the air without these two guys and without Jordan pushing the buttons back there. So, uh, but we're previewing 2022. We're going to look at every upcoming Monster Jam tour with some thoughts and some predictions, some opinions. If you want to put yours in there in the chat room, we'll, yep. we'll, we'll be pulling them out and I'll be discussing them. But let's go ahead and start, uh, Matt, with the tour that you're going to be on, which is Arena yep. Tour Central. And uh, I think Jordan's going to put up. We'll, let's start with the uh, let's start with the the slide of the drivers. So we're going to talk about the drivers and trucks um, on that tour. And you know, when you look at it, boy, Matt, what, what my initial thoughts are: I don't think you could have a, a, a bigger blend of legends of guys who have been at it for a while and the next generation. I mean, this is quite the mix of drivers and it is going to be wide open in my humble opinion. That's what I said. It's these drivers that are on this tour. I've been looking at my lineup. I'm like, I seriously think I have the best arena lineup on the store. They're all great. All the arena lineups are great, but this one, it's like, who's going to win this tour? Like I I'm sitting here myself having the hardest time. Like, picking who really could come out on top and win this thing. I have my top five. If I have a list, it's literally a top five because that's how stacked this lineup is. You know, you have, like you said, the legends from Mark Hall and the Ramader to Kristen Anderson driving Gravedigger, Tony Oaks and Soldier Fortune Black Ops. It's just nonstop with all these drivers because every all these drivers are capable of winning like Mark Hall, as I said. He's a great racer, so he could dominate the ramp racing competition all season long. Tony Oaks and Soldier Fortune Black Ops and Zach Garner and Wildside, great two-wheel skills drivers. And then you have Blake and Kristen, who are great freestyle drivers. Yep. You know, we have all these great drivers on this tour. Anybody can win this thing. And then another guy I left out, I didn't mean to, Elvis Linus and El Toro Loco. Yeah, he had yeah, an amazing watch. season yeah. last year, 2021, driving Great Clips Mohawk Warrior. All of yeah. these drivers can come out on top. It's just, yeah. it's crazy. It, it is. And Matt, the lucky thing for you is that um, I'm not going to let you make a prediction on this tour because you're working it. And, uh, you know, we, we got to stay unbiased. That's on the fine. Tours we're working on And Josh. You won't make a prediction on stadium yellow, but yeah. Josh, I'm, I'm interested in getting your thoughts. Uh, some guys and girls that you've watched for a while, but also, I mean, people are talking about Zach Gardner and little John. And my bias is with them. I got to say, I've talked to little John so much. He is looking forward to this tour. He's been wanting to tour the monster jam for years now. So I'm glad to see him finally getting his shot. And Zach Garner back in arenas. He kind of had his first season of arenas cut off with COVID. Kristen Anderson towards the end of last year was starting to really show up in arenas. And it's when she, I believe she swapped chassis halfway through last year, sometime before sunrise. And then you could see a definite difference in her driving style once she did that. Uh, so I think she's going to be a little bit of a threat. Can't discount Kristen. Elvis was strong all of last year. Uh, Matt mentioned Tony. Blake Granger getting back into a truck. I think we really saw the best Blake Granger in 2020, right before COVID, and now he's back two years removed, but he just needs a little bit of practice. He'll be good to go. And like, like you mentioned, the Ram trucks, always great at racing. So <sighs> one prediction is very difficult for this tour, but I think I have to... If I were to put money on it, I'd have to go with Blake. I, I just I like 
where Blake's coming in because he's had so much time off. He has had time to kind of just recoup his thoughts and get ready for the season. So I think Blake's going to come out with a little bit of fire, but like Elvis, Tony, Zim, Garner, everybody, everybody is going to be close. This is not going to be a runaway tour. No, I, I think it is going to be uh, it is going to be tough to. We're going to look at the cities that, that you guys are going on in a minute. But so, if I ask you for your prediction to win that tour championship and earn that automatic berth to Monster Jam World Finals uh, 21, you're saying um, Blake Granger and Max D. Not a confident pick, but it's a, it's a pick. <laughs> well, I, none I, of them. You can't put confidence on any of these guys. None of them are going to be confident. If this was the days when we were going out to Vegas doing odds, I don't, yes. I don't think I could separate these guys yeah. very, very far in the odds. But for the sake of um, um, just because I could make a case, just like Matt was saying there a moment ago, for all eight, I'm going to predict Zach Garner and Wildside is going to win this. Soon. Wow. I, he, the, the tutelage that Zach and Little John are getting from one of the great teachers uh, aside from the professor himself, and that being John Zimmer Sr. Um, we know how good their equipment is, and we know how talented these youngsters are. They have no fear. Uh, and they got, they've got both gotten some seasoning underneath them right now. And, and I think they're hungry. I think they want to make a name. And so, so you know, we'll see. We'll see if I'm way off. But I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and go with Zach Garner as my pick okay. on that one. All right. Uh, Jordan, let's put the cities up because uh, – Matt, you and Christina Moore will be the hosts on this tour, and, and uh, Christina is really excited. Um, I know you got to be excited about this lineup of cities. The first thing that jumps out to me, Matt, is you get the marathon back in your home city um, near Chicago at Rosebot, Illinois. Uh, but boy, there are some great, great stops on that tour. Give me a few that you're really looking forward to. I know you're looking forward to going to Baltimore this week. That place is always rocking. Oh, that the crowd in Baltimore is always great. You know, going to Chicago and Allstate Arena, it's legendary. That's where I watched all my Monster Jam events was when it was before that was the Rosemont Horizon, watching Joe Lowe come in there. Um, and then doing, uh, I think it was in New York, Elmont, New York, I believe it is the name of the city. Um, that's that brand new UBS arena right outside of New York City. And I just watched AEW Dynamite recently where they debuted in that city. And that arena is gorgeous. It is beautiful top to bottom. And the the way they built that arena, it is rocking and it is loud. I'm excited to do that. I can't wait to go to Austin, Texas, too. It's like I, I get a good mix. I'm not just stuck in direct central. I'm going to go out east, and then I'm also going to go south a little bit. So that that's going to be real nice. So it's there's actually a couple of cities. Can we get that city screen back up again? Because I couldn't. Like, I was looking at some of the other cities. Thank you. I appreciate that, Jordan. Um Grand Rapids is always a great show to do as well. Great live events. Um, Wilkes-Barre has always been fun. Grand Rapids is always another one of those like five events. It's too, another, mar it's another, mar <laughs> it's another marathon city. Reno is a lot of fun. Um, Newark. I haven't been to Newark in years, actually. That Newark was my very, very first Monster Jam event. So that'll be cool to go back to Newark. Um, Kansas City. I'm just excited for the barbecue because they have great barbecue in Kansas City. They but all, all these cities, man, it's like, the fans here in every single city, it is a lot of fun. I've never done Toledo before. I've never done uh, Cincinnati. I've never done Austin. And obviously, I've never done Elmont because they're all new cities. So I'm excited to do that. And I'm just excited to see all these fans at these shows. I think that's what it is. But if I had to pick two, Elmont and Chicago are the two ones I can't wait to do. Yep. And, you know, those are, are some of the cities. And, and you mentioned them. It's a nice mix, Matt, when you look at it. Yes. Um, Rosemont has been... 
you know, really the premier arena event for decades for Monster Jam. But then you talk about adding some of the new ones in there. Austin has just come on really and come on fire in the last few years. And, yes. and you know, that city's one of the fastest growing cities in the country. Uh, but the tradition and history of what's gone on in Baltimore for so many years. And, and who doesn't love Reno? I mean, that building that may be ancient, awesome. but we've gotten great shows there. And, you know. The biggest little city in the world. It's kind of fun to hang out in Reno for a weekend, isn't it, Matt? Just, oh, I love be, it. I think because when we be careful with your money, young man. Yeah. Well, when we up, did you Reno, can end up working for free out there. Yeah. When we did Reno, you were there too. I remember. And did we stayed at the and Golden I, Nugget? Yeah, and I worked for free. I I get it. Yeah, we. I mean, Reno was really Reno is a really good city and a real fun time to hang out in. You know, like you said, Rosemont's the premier. Um, we do five show. We do five shows in Rosemont, and. Everyone, Scott, and I know you can attest to this. Every show in Rosemont is sold out. And there's nothing better than there's a big marquee for any of you that's never been to the Allstate Arena. Every arena has a marquee but on the outside of the building. But this one is so huge where you can literally see it like two blocks away. And there's no better feeling you coming down the street and there's a Monster Jam sign on the marquee, but it says sold out on the big sign outside the Allstate Arena. It's the coolest feeling that you get to see and i'm expecting that with new york and a lot of these other events that are going to be sold out but rosemont's the premier marquee the fans are always loud you know i am excited to be able to do all these yeah. events again and i that's why i said i love the arena tours i love them that sold out sign at rosemont gets flashed like five or six times yep. over most weekends hey uh just looking in the chat room so my glasses are going to go on a little bit more tonight so Bobcats 110 jumped in there, Matt, and says you got to do Franklin Barbecue in Austin. And I'm not familiar with that one. But Neither am I. But they do. I know you said Kansas City. Kansas City's got its, its famed barbecue. But you're going to have a hard time beating Texas barbecue there. Oh, too, you're not man. wrong, so, Scott. I'm in. So you got some shots there. All right. Looking around the chat room, did you see a lot of people? Um, uh, I saw a couple people kind of uh, going along with Josh that, that Blake was a good pick. I see uh, Jackie Mumpowers with me on Zach Garner. Our buddy Jacob Mumpower, who we all know is better on stats and, and, yeah. and a lot of stuff than, than all of us, he's picking Elvis Linus to win that, the thing. That's a and great that's pick. It, it's, a, it's an excellent pick. It's an excellent pick. So, yeah, so you got a lot of great events coming up, and, and that's going to be um, a tour really to look forward to. You know, when you talk about it, but let's, let's uh, talk about it a little bit more here. On uh, and Josh, I want to bring you back in because because you've seen some of these folks in action. Uh, you did mention Blake, and you know I, I think the the other I think the other part of it is that oh Bobcast one ten just identified himself to me. I'll tell you who he is later. Uh, I mean I'm seeing text. I'm, I'm loving the show, Matt and Josh. I mean the chat room's blowing up, <laughs> text is blowing up. Greg Whitaker's texting both of us in the middle of the show. It's it's like. <laughs> You know, he's critiquing everything while he's, while he's sitting there watching it. But, you know, you look at that lineup again, and I was, I, I really, you know, the, the old school guy in me and what this, this show normally is all about, you know, just wanted to spit out Mark Hall. And Mark Hall is going to be tough every week in Raminate. And there's no doubt about it. I think, I think Matt hit on it. You know, this is a guy who could win a majority of the races. Uh, right. w we know how good he is in racing and, and he can compete in, in all of the others. Um, so I, you know, Mark, and I think Mark, Mark's the kind of guy and, and, and Josh, you've been around some of these guys, some of the guys who've been around a while and Mark, maybe one of them, I think they're going to get inspired 
going up against the likes of, of, of John Zimmer Jr. and, and Zach Garner and, and, and even Elvis, who's still really relatively new in his career. You know, that could be an interesting part. Yeah, that's how Tom Mentz brought in the moonwalk with his skills repertoire. It was just seeing his kids do it and seeing all the young athletes do it at MJU and just throwing it in. I think we might see Mark Hall kind of just take look at what Blake's doing. Blake's been a master of the skills challenge at, whenever he's competed. Elvis Linez has taken the skills challenge to another level as well. You add El Toro Loco in there. El Toro Loco, they hit that smoke and everybody goes crazy in the stands when it comes to El Toro Loco. So he can bring what he did in Great Clips Mohawk Warrior, put it into El Toro Loco and kind of bleed some new life into his driving style. Tony Oaks has been great in the skills challenge. We've seen Chris Anderson with the stadium championship series and all the arena events she's done this year really exploding the skills challenge too. Zach Garner, we've had him on the show. He's talked about how he's taken to the skills challenge as well. John Zimmer Jr. I know him. He's wanting to get better in the skills challenge. This really seems like Mark Hall can kind of take what he's seeing in that skills challenge and kind of put it into his own stuff, which like you mentioned in racing, Mark Hall, one of the fastest monster trucks in the world, Raminator. And not yep. only that, Mark Hall knows how to control that thing. He knows yep, what to do yep. when it comes to small floor sizes, especially for racing. You can use that horsepower, can use that steering and get a lot of racing wins on top of that. Maybe get some new skills challenge blood in there as well. Put together donuts freestyle. He's racking up overall event championships and maybe rivaling for a series championship. Yeah, it, it's possible. It's, it's rare just because of the way these things work out that somebody who has now just been inducted into the International Monster Truck Hall of Fame is on this tour. You yep. know, how cool is that? There's a Hall of Famer, and he's going up against some of the some of the top new young guns. Hey, you we got know, Matt, wait, hold on, we got more. We got real quick. We got a couple more in the chat here. I wanted to go oh, over. Oh, okay. Uh, I I, I looked for a minute. Mascot said Elvis did a great job last year, so my money is on him. And Greg Whitaker says Tony Oak Central, no ATV or Speedsters, brings his natural monster truck driving yep. to a championship. That's a point I wanted to get to. That's Matt. a great point. And um, you like know, it. with it not being triple threat, um. You know, but they're still going to have all of their monster truck, monster jam truck competitions. What I was thinking, and man, I'd like to get you maybe to go with it. You may be on a tour more than any other that when you get to halftime, who's ever leading at halftime, they will have run racing and the two wheel skills. Correct. But still donuts and 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 uh, uh, freestyle to come. So you may get to halftime, and it may be start to be a common thing that who's ever leading your your event at halftime. Is not going to win the overall event because I can see it changing so much after halftime. What do you think? Oh yeah, it's it's definitely could change after halftime. And one thing too, like let's go back to Mark Call and Raminator for just a second, because we had him this summer and we know him as a racer. We obviously know him as a racer, but Scott, we can't deny how great were his freestyle runs this year. Yeah, they they, they were really good. And then he also Mark Call can really pop up some great donuts, so he can. Yeah. If you can stay, and here's the thing, too, and the one thing we have not brought up yet, which can happen on any tour, you don't have to be in first for every competition to win. You have to stay just consistent. Yep. So if you can ride second all night and maybe get a win in donuts, you can win an overall event championship. So there's a lot of possibility with these drivers that you don't have to win every single event. You just got to win you know, maybe one competition and stay in that top two or three to win an overall for the night. Well, everybody in Baltimore and all those cities coming up is is getting uh, it's going to be loving it because it I is can't an wait. Incredible, incredible lineup. Matt, I know you and Christine are going to do a great job with it. Excited. And um, so, so for our recap, again, 
Matt is the host on this tour, so he's not making a prediction for the yeah. overall champion. Josh Lee's going with Blake Granger and Max D. I'm going to take the kid. I'm going with Zach Garner and Wildside. Um, saw some Tony Oaks, saw some great predictions as well uh, in the chat room. So that's our look at Arena Tour Central. We're going to take a break. And then when we come back from this break, we're going to look at Stadium Tour Yellow. That's going to be our next stop on our look ahead to Monster Jam 2022. And welcome back to Conversations as we look ahead to Monster Jam 2022. Matt Isbell is the executive producer of the show. He does uh, so many things that I don't understand. And so while we're in the break, he said, hey, when you come back out, we got to talk a little bit more about subscriptions. And then I didn't understand a word you said. What, what, what is it that we have now? So we have in the chat, they're called emotes. They're like little emojis. Josh just put them all up in a chat, Scott. So if you look in the chat, you oh, can see okay. all Oh, okay. I can look at them now while you're talking. All right. Like all these little emotes. Look, you have a monster truck that jumps. It's animal. <laughs> so you have a trophy that has your logo on it. You have another monster truck that swoops in. You have a little on-air blinking sign. So if you subscribe to his conversations with Scott Douglas, you get these emoticons now. You get a bunch of these. We, we were able to add new ones. So, Scott, but yeah, you get those when you subscribe. Okay, then. <laughs> Well, I'm enjoying watching them. I think <laughs> good, good work, Matt, as always. All built by me. You guys are all right. Well, well, well done. Well done. And that's why if anybody needs high-tech support, contact Overdrive Reality Productions, Matt Company. <laughs> he built my website, too, which I always try to mention, and we'll do it during the show here as well. All right, let's get back to the subject, which is Monster Jam 2022. Jordan, let's see the lineup for Stadium Tour Yellow. And Josh, right. you won't be predicting this time because you're working this tour. Matt and I will do it, but we're still going to get your opinions on some of the things that we expect to see. So as we take a look at uh, a lot of the names that are coming up and, you know, I think a lot of people are familiar. I, I think the thing that jumps out, John, I'm going to start with you, Josh, because you're on this tour. I think the thing is that, that jumps out at me, and I'm assuming it jumps out at a lot of people, is that we have been looking forward to seeing Tyler Meniga in a stadium on a stadium tour for so long, and it's going to happen on stadium tour yellow. Finally, everybody was looking forward to Tyler in a stadium. Everybody was worried about what Tyler would do in a stadium. I feel like everybody was wondering if he's doing all that in arenas, what could he possibly do in stadiums? And we're finally going to get to see it. And that's only the, that's only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the lineup, Ryan Anderson, Hot off the heels of his 2021 Stadium Championship Series win. Camden Murphy back onto a full-time tour. Charlie Pockin in Monster Mutt. At a Gravedigger, he's going into the truck that he won his freestyle title in for the first time on a full schedule. He's going to be scary to watch. Barry Musauer and Zombie back to stadiums. Kayla Blood on her first stadium tour as well. And that's just going through the company trucks. Jim Kohler, Corey Rummel, Craig Champion, Preston Perez, all the team scream drivers, and then Paul Jensen and Mike Christensen, first full year of Monster Jam for Team Throttle Monster. Ugh, I'm out of breath just reading through that. That is going to be an <laughs> insane first show in Oakland. It's going to be an insane series. Yeah, boy, there are a lot of people already jumping in. Uh, see, Jacob thinks uh, Tyler Orion, uh, a couple of mentions of Pawkin and Camden. Hey, Matt, here's an interesting one from Stars. Oh, by the way, Mark, Mark Krauss was uh, the guy we were talking about earlier, the Bobcat. And Mark's uh, our buddy who uh, does such great work with FCP and just throw yeah. that Mark in here. I didn't, didn't know that was his code name in here. I just want to let you guys know that. Um, Stark's lit, and I'm, I'm starting to lose it. He makes an interesting. He's predicting Charlie in yellow, and the, and the way he's getting there is something that's kind of in my mind. 
you know, Ryan and Tyler button heads with each other, you know, always throwing it down, trying to top the other one. You know, Camden's probably going to be as tough as anybody on the racetrack. Charlie knows how to run for points and run on these tours. And one of you mentioned it earlier, and that may have been you. Um, you don't have to win everything. Nope. Hawkins is not going to have a lot of last place finishes in anything. Nope. You figure he's going to get a decent amount of points in every competition. Your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts on that, it's exactly right. Because he, here's the thing. Like, as much as I want to choose him, Tyler Meninga, I had him on all my tours for, for many years. And then he literally I had him for like the past four years. And now he's back. He's on stadiums. What I'm Tyler, if you're watching, I'm not criticizing you on this, but he gets so high sometimes and he just chokes at the last second. You know, it, I don't know if it's nerves that gets him or what it is, but it just happens. You know, Ryan, Ryan's unbeatable. You know, Ryan's great. But a guy like Charlie Pocket and Monster Mutt, who else do we have on here? Here's another guy that I think could be a real dark horse. Bari Musauer in Zombie. Oh, yeah. Mm. Bari has been, he did stadiums all last year. He's also got the arena skills, so he knows how to take the two wheels out of arenas, throwing them into stadiums, and then he's got the stadium experience. You know, he's done plenty of world finals. He did a full stadium tour last year. But another one I'm really interested in, it's her first full shot in a stadium. Caleb Blood. Yeah, yeah. That's been mentioned in the chat room too, Matt, yeah. already. Yeah. Like, I think those are the type of drivers like Caleb, Bari, Charlie Pawkin, Corey Rummel even, you know, yeah. can, yeah. can come yeah. up this ladder and they can win this series. I mean, didn't what Corey Rummel won the Young Guns to, one year, didn't he, in Pirate's Curse? He, he won the, yeah, 2018, he won the Young Guns in the finals what, against what, what? Cameron Murphy. Well, was it? I think it was already changed his name to Showdown because it's just been a couple of years ago he won it. Yeah, right? show the Showdown. Yes, the yeah, Showdown. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he won the Showdown. He's got the experience. He's got great equipment from Team Scream behind him. A lot of these guys, as long as they have those consistent wins, can win this tour. Now, if a guy like Ryan or Tyler wins everything, it's over. But I think Tyler's going to get his head a little bit because, as somebody said in the chat, like Starklet said. Him and Ryan are going to be battling it out. I think that's what it's going to be, and they're going to forget about everybody else, and that's where everyone's going to come back up and try to take this win away from them. You're uh, you're mentioning Corey Rummel is uh, blowing the chat room back up again. Now a lot of people jumping in that that was their dark horse pick. Uh, uh, Preston mentioned as well. Let's take a look at the cities where they're going, Josh, and uh, if we can Jordan put that screen up because you guys, uh, as I said, you're, you're a Florida kid. And you're getting on a lot of airplanes going across this great country. You're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. But look look at that start: Oakland, San Diego, Anaheim, and then you you get to you know Houston, which you know in my life, that goes back. You know the, the two stadiums in the early days that that I did were Silverdome and the Astrodome. You know I mean those were the those were the biggest deals, and it's, it's continued on. Um, and then so you've got all the Anaheims. But then I love it. You get you, you get a few of the Floridas back in there. You didn't get totally shut out of Florida. What are your thoughts? What are you looking forward to as the competition manager on Stadium Tour Yellow, Josh? I'm watching everything unfold because this is going to be a huge stadium tour. I mean, it's it, it reminds me of the stadium tour last year. Like you mentioned, it was heavy hitters every single one, all 12. This is heavy hitters every single one. I mean, yes, uh, yes, Preston Perez, first stadium tour. He's gonna He has a learning curve to go through. 
Mike Christensen, this is his first stadium tour in Vendetta. Paul Jensen, his first stadium tour. Craig Champion, first time on a stadium tour. But I think everybody in this field has an opportunity to win something. I don't think, I think at least at some point we might see everybody at least take home one competition, maybe even see a handful of people take a, take home a couple overalls just because this field is just so, like you mentioned earlier, it's wide open. You can, you can kind of just throw a dart at any truck and you can say, yeah, they have a solid chance to win. It's very difficult to count anybody out. And I think the only time we're going to be able to count anybody out is mathematically once we get late later in the series when it's impossible for them to get the win i think right now it really depends on who gets the best start in oakland and i was joking a couple weeks ago how it was going to be the continuation of the i love florida tour it is not it's going to be 50 degrees in oakland very upset but i'm going west coast <laughs> into into like mid california and getting into the 50s is gonna be cool well, here I, i'm i'm gonna give you a little education here young man so even if you go to anaheim and we've often been blessed walking into that stadium and it's 80 degrees. You better take your jacket because you've probably heard us old timers say it's a whole different type of heat than you're used to down there in South Florida. Um, the, the term dry heat, it's a thing. It's yeah, real. Yeah. And, and you, you don't have the humidity. And so it, it's still going to get chilly. If you're walking in and the high at Oakland is 50, bring your winter coat, which I don't even know if you own one. I have a few I'm going to have to bring, and hopefully I'll have a jacket waiting for me in Oakland as well that I can put on. You know what? When we look at those cities, you know what else you get? It's always had a special place in my heart, and it's just a numbers game just because the way the stadium is configured, unless something changes in you know seating or safety holes, Jacksonville is still where Monster Jam can sell the most tickets. It's like 73,000 plus, and that place is electric, and it means a lot to me because I was – always the old Isle of Florida tour it was, I, I always got to do those shows with Andrew Palachico and his team. And we went in and, and Brian Welch before that. And we went in to Jacksonville very first time rained all day. 10,000 people showed up, come back the next year, rained all day, 15,000 people showed up. This year. We did that for like five years. Some of the wettest nights of my life were in Jacksonville. But all of a sudden we showed up in Jacksonville 82 degrees and perfect sold every single ticket and it's sold out every year since then, even if it did rain. So that's a great city that I think you're going to have a, a great event at because that, yeah, the, the sold out crowds, but there's something when you tell somebody 73,000 is the biggest monster jam crowd that we can draw in this country. And it just puts another fire under those drivers. And as a cop manager, you better watch. You got a lot of, a lot of scores, and a lot of times that are going to be getting, getting quicker. That's what I'm open for. I'm hoping to get everything gets quicker. Everything gets better as the tour goes on, but I love Jacksonville. I went to Jacksonville in 2020, right before the pandemic. And I went to both events in 2021. It was one of those, one of those cities that like every single year I'd see it on speed and I'd want to go. I mean, Jacksonville looks so fun to go to. And finally in 2020, I made that happen and was able to go in 2021. And I'm keeping up a three year streak now of 2022. This time, of course, a lot different than going as a spectator oh, yeah. these two years, but I, I, I'm excited. I'm very excited for the tour and I'm very excited. We got, I got Miami too. So I get the, the city that I first saw monster jam in, in 2008, not quite the same stadium. It's not in the dolphin stadium. It's over at Marlins park, but still Miami it's Miami yeah. monster jam to me. So I'm sorry. And, and, and then you wrap at East Rutherford, which is, uh, you know, a huge event for monster jam to be able to have a stadium event in, in, in essence, in New York city. Uh, it's huge, and and it's continued to build. That was another one. 
where the crowd's built year to year. And, and hopefully you guys are looking at another big sellout up there too, to finish your, your tour. And we have Syracuse in between that too, which is another city for me. Love the carrier dome. And we have El Paso place. sprinkled in there too. So we're going, we're going everywhere. We're going west. Just, we're coming back. And yeah, just be careful in the carrier dome, Josh, you can get lost in between the airlocks trying to get in there. Cause that that's an airlock building. So noted. <laughs> be careful. Be noted. Okay. Jordan, put the, put the drivers back up on, on this uh, tour is all those great events. We've been talking about are coming up. Josh is not allowed to predict cause he's working. This tour has got to stay unbiased. Matt Isbell on the hot seat. Who are you picking to win stadium tour yellow? I have to do it. I have to go with Tyler Meninga. I, I just have to. You he's, just you didn't think he'd win. Now you're predicting him. I, the thing is I have to, because he's, he's a great driver to watch. And now he's going to have the full stadium experience. You know, he's had a couple here and there and he's won overalls. He's been in the world finals racing championship a couple times and he's always played second. I think this time, the third time's a charm, and he's got a full tour. I think he's going to have his head in the game, and he's going to win this thing. I really do. He's just got it. Those first few weeks, he's just got to stay on top of it. I that That's what I think. All if right. I have to choose somebody right after Tyler, uh, let me look at my lineup here. I'm going to go with in second. I'm going to go with Ryan or Camden. Like, those are the two that are in second right there with me, but Tyler Meninga is who I want. All right. All right. Matt says Tyler Meninga. That's who I want. My pick um, just because, again, this is about consistency. And I believe right now, as, as an analyst and somebody who's watched these things for 30 years, that right now the greatest talent in this game across the board is Ryan Anderson, the son of a digger. Fair. He's my pick. I just think that he he is going to score points. Just like we talked about with Charlie, he's going to score points all the time. It's going to be rare that he's going to be down at the bottom but he's also going to win and he's going to win a lot. So yep. that's my pick. Ryan Anderson, son of a digger. Going to take another quick break. And then the next segment, we will be going, uh, where are we going to arena tour East, right? Yep. Arena tour East will be our next stop on our tour around monster jam. So let me get to the commercial break very quickly and say, thanks to PNC bank, PNC bank, a great sponsor of conversations with Scott Douglas and make sure that uh, again, you're looking for any type of banking services, financial services, click on PNC.com. You can literally, do everything right there online these days. It's amazing that website. And again, they're uh, in every community they're in. They're great community citizens. They've been great supporters of motorsports over the years, and we appreciate having them as part of this show. And again, if you're uh, interested in your company sponsoring conversations with Scott Douglas or being a part of our podcast coming up, hey, just drop me a note at scottdouglasmedia.com. That's my website. You can contact me right there. And you can also find out information if you'd like me to do voiceover work for you, you're interested in vocal coaching. I'm getting really back, uh, back up to speed on that. I've done a lot of it, um, you know, away from uh, a former job, but it's been great to be back with all the Feld teams here recently. And uh, so again, if you'd like uh, some of that, I can help you out with that as well. Welcome back to Conversations. Matt Isbell, Josh Lee, my uh, team, along with Jordan Hicks, that make this show possible every week. But they're also amazingly knowledgeable and huge Monster Jam fans. So we thought this would be the perfect time to get us all together for the first time in front of the cameras and on your screens. Talking Monster Jam 2022, because we're all going to be a part of it. We're all thrilled to be a part of it. And so let's get to our next tour that we want to take a look at. And that is Monster Jam's Arena Tour East. So if you don't mind, Jordan, let's get the... Uh, Let's get the driver list up. And this is a really interesting grouping here. And boy, there's so much 
talk and buzz, understandably, deservedly, about Weston Anderson. And we're going to talk about it in length here, too, as well. But look at everybody else on this tour. And again, Weston coming in for his first Monster Jam event. He may go up against head-to-head against one of the one of the veterans who's taught a lot of these guys and has beaten most of them. That's Chad Tingler and Stone Crusher. Uh, Brianna Mahan, uh, we've seen her stadiums recently, but uh, she's got some arena experience. Armando Castro has been phenomenal. Shane Freed and Hook. And then, of course, Cody Saucier and Dragon. Guys, um, uh, let, let's start uh, Let's start this one with you, Matt, because you can go about anywhere with this lineup. This is, this is a... A very different lineup. Uh, when I saw this East lineup, I'm like, man, this is a lot of different unique drivers, a lot of different types of drivers on here. You know, Weston Anderson's making his debut. Cody Saucier for the first time outside of a different truck. And now he's driving Dragon. And it's a different type of body that he's not used to. He's used to just like a regular Ford pickup body, a truck body. And now he's got this unique 3D body that can mess with his vision a little bit, you know, inside the truck. You know, you see differently with a lot of these trucks. So that can you know, heard him on this tour, you know, Brianna Mahan and Whiplash, she's a great driver. Chad Tingler, Stone Crusher, like you said, a veteran behind the wheel now with Stone Crusher. Um, and Shane Freed hooked. I've had him at lots of events in my career, and he's a great driver. Are we yep. making our predictions now? or are we no, 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 no. It's good. Just give me just some basic thoughts. We'll get Josh's and then and then we'll hold the predictions for the last. I think I, I think there's going to be a top two this whole tour. Like okay. you're going to have your top two this whole tour, especially we got these rotating drivers coming in. That's the cool thing about this is these rotating drivers that are coming in can mess up some of these guys and gals sure. up here, like sure. who are in first and take them knocked down the points. Like I know Zach Garner and John Zimmer Jr. are on this tour for one of the weekends because, you know, we have off. I don't. I'll be filling in somewhere else. But a lot of these, you know, all these drivers coming from other tours can really have a shot of damaging. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. You're right. You're right. Josh, what are your thoughts when you saw that lineup? Don't give me your prediction yet. Just just give us a few highlights. You know, a lot of these uh You've been following these guys. Yeah, I think it's just it's interesting to see Cody in a different identity. We haven't really seen that. Yeah, he, he had a little bit of a different identity with Monster running the F-150 versus the panel van. But I'm excited to see Cody in a different identity. I'm excited to see Weston finally at the track. We've been we've been talking for years about the last Anderson kid. And we finally have the last Anderson kid behind the wheel of a Monster Jam truck on a tour. Brianna Mahan and Whiplash, she's always been solid. First time back in arenas on a full arena schedule for a while. She had arenas in 2021, but back on a full arena schedule is going to be interesting to see how she kind of adapts back to arenas to where she kind of got her start on triple threat. Armando Castro, I think he's another one of those drivers that I saw it mentioned in the chat room. They said, it feel like it's time for Armando to win a title. I feel like we're getting close to that point too. Armando's been here since 2017. He has been so close so many times. He just hasn't been able to put everything together to get that championship. I think uh, I'm not going to give my prediction yet, but I think we're nearing into a time where Armando Castro is going to be a threat. He's been a threat the last couple of years. He was a threat in 2020. He was a threat in 2019. He was a threat in 2018. I think he'll be another threat this year. It just depends on if he can put together the good events and get those series points the way he needs it. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad you talked for a minute because I'm trying to keep up with the chat room. And it's, 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 uh, uh, first of all, Jackie Mumpower, who, like Josh, has been subscribing to this show from day one, is now gifting subs. She just gifted a sub. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Jackie, you're the best. We, we love the Mumpowers and appreciate them very much. They're all over the board. A lot of the things that you all have been saying are the Armando predictions, Cody predictions. Everybody's given Weston credit 
but a lot of them are saying they're not sure, except for Jacob Mumpower, who's all the way with Weston Anderson. Okay, uh, let's take a look at the cities first before we go anywhere else. And Jordan, let's, let's see where East is going. I know we're going to North Charleston, South Carolina this week, even though we messed up, and that's a typo on our part that says North Carolina. It's actually Charleston, South Carolina. Um, but there is a lot of Carolina here to start it off. Greensboro, North Carolina, of course, coming up. Hampton, Virginia. I, that is just one of the classic older buildings that's always been so much fun. It actually is where they debuted the More Monster Jam series years ago oh, before that's Triple right. Threat. Um, there's such great history, and of course, that's right in the hotbed. You know, that's that's a that, that that's one where Weston Anderson is probably sleeping at home. And, yep, you got and, and Salinas driving. on there too. Salinas is a great outdoor Salinas, venue. Salinas, amazing outdoor venue. There, there are some, and of course, Louisville, Kentucky. You know, I know that very, very well. And um, it's one of the bigger floors too. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, what, what else jumps out? The Josh, any of them jump out of you? You've been following this a while. Evansville, Indiana. Yeah. Going back to Evansville, that's the, that's the fourth center. That's the arena for the first time in a couple of years. That one's yeah. going to be very interesting. And it's a lot of different floor sizes. I mean, usually East kind of has smaller arenas. You don't normally see that double lane hybrid pod, but so Salinas is on that. That's a gigantic outdoor floor. You have a yeah. Hampton, Virginia. It's a pretty big floor as well. You have a, a lot of mix of floor sizes. I think it's going to benefit Cody, benefit Weston. It's going to benefit Armando, I think, too. Okay. So... In the chat room, I think there's been a case made just for about every driver on this tour. Let's see. This time, this first time you're both going. So this time, Josh, you'll go. Uh, no, Matt's going to be the arena guy. Josh will get you first on Stadium Red. So, Matt, who's your prediction to win on Arena Tour East and get a berth to the World Monster Jam World Finals? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with Weston Anderson. Ah! Weston Anderson and Gravedigger. The, the, kid, the kid's good. Like his mud racing career, so good. And then just that little snippet of video that we got from Monster Jam about his debut and him in a truck and what we got to see. It's like the kid can drive. He's going to be incredible. And I think that's who who it's going to be. But and I, who I think is going to be battling it out all season. You know, Josh talked about it earlier. It's going to be Weston, Cody, and, you know, uh, Armando. You know, because here's the thing, too Cody's not going to let. Weston come in here and be like, hey, you're the new kid. I get it. You're an Anderson, but I want to take this thing too. Like, th th this is my, I want to win this thing and I want to go to world finals because this is why it's so hard. I remember talking to Cody in, at world finals 20 in, in Orlando in 2019. He was so upset he wasn't there. He wanted to be there so bad because he grew up like, you know, Scott, you, me, Josh, all fans. So he wants to go and he wants to win. But again, I think Weston Anderson is coming out on top because here's the thing too. Weston has the North Carolina advantage with a lot of these cities. He's oh, got, yeah. he's got the home state advantage with all these monster jam fans that go to judgeszone.com. So he's yep. got that advantage behind him the whole time. Cause the competitions out of three out of the four competitions, the monster jam fans decide, and I'm not saying it, but the home state advantage does help the kid out just a little bit. All right, Josh, follow that up. The pick from Matt is Weston Anderson and Gravedigger. Not going to be much of a follow-up because I'm going with the same pick. I mean, whether it was King Sling, he's, he's broken a handful of records in mega trucks, although it was his own truck, Bog Hog, and then getting in and a little snippet we saw, and there was one clip where he was going around a racing turn and just hugging the BKT tire, going right around the corner to hit the racing ramp. I mean, it, it, a lot of people are saying in the chat room, too, that he's going to need to pick it up after a little bit. He's an Anderson. 
I feel like he already has it. He doesn't need to pick up anything. He's just going to go right in first weekend in North Charleston. And I I'm going really bold here. I think he's going to win the Friday night overall event championship. I'm going first, with it. First time out, huh? I'm going with it. I think he's going to, I think racing's not going to be too much of a challenge for him because he already knows great control. Mega trucks are yeah. harder to control than monster trucks are. And then yeah. skills challenge. I mean, he pulls out to even two great simple sky wheelies. He's getting up in the, in the points and all you need is consistency. Donuts. He knows what he's doing with donuts. That's an Anderson favorite is the donuts and monster jam freestyle. You mentioned the North Carolina, South Carolina advantage. I think that'll come into play, but I also think he's just ready to just air out a monster jam yep. truck. He's aired out mega trucks before. This is so, so different. I think he's just ready to go off and go wild. All right. Where so you, you at, guys Scott? are both picking Weston Anderson. Yep, where are you at? Let me let me let me Let's, just kind of lay this out for I you. I want to hear it from the expert. I believe Weston Anderson is going to be a force of nature and is going to take Monster Jam by storm. No doubt about that fact. I've seen enough of Weston. Here is where I'm going to get venture away from you guys a little bit. Okay. Weston, when he's on, is probably going to have runs where he's almost unbeatable. And that is like maybe Josh just said, there's going to be nights where he's going to win every competition and dominate them. But Weston's got, again, that, that, that new part and that exciting part about him also is going to have him pushing things on the edge. Yep. And he's always on the edge. There are going to be some times when the equipment may not be able to take Weston Anderson. That's so fair. I'm going That's back. Fair. I'm going back to the consistency. If Weston wins everything, which he's not going to, it's too competitive. But if he wins more than anybody else, how many times is there going to be an issue that has him getting eighth place points? While yeah. Cody Saucier is consistently getting ones, twos, maybe no worse than a three. My pick is Cody Saucier and Dragon. That's a good pick. That is a great uh, pick. That's a great and, pick, Scott. And that is not to knock Weston Anderson. I think he's going to be a world champion before we know it. Wouldn't surprise me if it happened this year. He is amazing. And again, force of nature is the best way I can put it. But that's going to be, all right, that was a good round of picks. I enjoyed doing that one. Let's take a commercial break so we can get back, and, and we're going to talk about Stadium Tour Red. It'll allow me very quickly. Uh, I'm just going to do this real quick. Matter of fact, I'll take a drink. I won't even talk about it. Jordan, put up the slide. Show everybody the website once again if they want to go get some Scott Douglas merchandise, conversation with Scott Douglas merchandise, or that's some serious Elevation Homes merchandise. You can grab it. I'm going to get a drink right now, and we're going to take this commercial break and come back with more of our look ahead to Monster Jam 2022. And welcome back to our look ahead to Monster Jam 2022 with Josh Lee and Matt Isbell joining me here tonight. Let's, uh, Jordan Hicks, my producer, let's put up the uh, lineup for Stadium Tour Red. And it's another, um, you know, this is another one of those where you've got some of the all-time greats. You've got some people getting great opportunities, uh, i.e. a Mark List and El Toro Loco. Um, you know, Cynthia Gautier getting this, this new high-profile ride in the Lucas Oil Stabilizer. And, and then you've got, you look at that right-hand side of the screen. That's I mean, crazy. you talk about hard chargers, oh, you know, guys and teams who are, are, are going to be after it every week. But then you go right back to the upper left, 
and you start talking about some of the biggest, most, the winningest drivers in the game. The two, by the way, drivers with the most Monster Jam World Championships. Yeah, everybody knows Tom Mentz, Adam Anderson, second on that list. Um, Josh, we're making you the stadium guy tonight. Initial thoughts on what is another stacked lineup. Yeah, it's another one of those lineups. I think we're going to be talking about this every single lineup tonight, but it's it, you can't pick a single driver. There's Adam Anderson can win. Tom can win. Bryce, he Bryce Kenny has been the most improved driver over the last two years, and I have no shame in saying that. Bryce Kenny has improved, but the driver Bryce Kenny was in 2018 versus 2019, completely different. And the driver that Bryce Kenny is from 2020 to now is exponential growth. He is one of the best athletes in the sport right now. And he's done these videos, whether you've seen him on so social media, where he just analyzes. He has a very good analytical mind. He's a very analytical driver. That shows through when it comes to his freestyle and his skills competitions. I think he's going to be a threat. Mark List, we had him on the show. He was just excited to get back in the truck. I think we, if we, you would have put him in a fairground show in El Toro Loco, he would have jumped <laughs> yeah. at the opportunity. Yeah. And Mark is just ready to get back yeah. out there and get some throttle therapy. So I, I'm excited for what he's going to do. Todd LaDuke, we had it on the list, but we didn't mention it, in Blue Thunder. Adam yeah. Monster, he, he drove Blue Thunder in his rookie season, and he's back in Blue Thunder. I think we're seeing a new, new Todd LaDuke. I think we're not going to see the monster energy Todd LaDuke that we saw. We're not going to see metal militia Todd LaDuke. We're seeing a new Todd LaDuke. It's a little scary to think about. We're seeing a completely new, newborn Todd LaDuke, which uh, Todd was already good. And now that he has some new flame, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a run for the money for everybody else. A lot of great thoughts there. As I, as I pass it over to Matt, I'll pass it with this thought. Um, don't sell Ryan Disharoon and Saigon Shaker short. I'm not going to because we had him this summer and that kid can drive. You look at this lineup because I have it over here on my left side of my screen and it's just every driver is a potential threat on this tour. They all can come out on top at any given moment on this tour. And there's guys like Tom Mentz and Adam who've been driving for quite a while. We're going to look at these other guys and say, nope, this is ours. And that's that's the thing about guys like Tom and Adam. You know, some guys start climbing a the ladder. They're going to say, oh, no, we're going to bring you guys back down here because we want to win this thing. You know, and then another guy, you know, Josh said it, Todd LaDuke. Drove Monster, drove Metal Militia, and now he's in this other identity. And bring the, we're bringing back, the, bringing back the Blue Thunder name at Monster Jam. And he is going to take it to another level, I think. And then another driver I'm interested in, Cynthia Gauthier in Lucas, Lucas Stabilizer, you know, Lucas Oil Stabilizer, because Cynthia was great in Monster Mutt, you know, Dalmatian and that new one we have this year, the Monster Mutt Galaxy truck, like great talented driver, but now she's got this sponsor behind her and backing her. I think that's where she's going to take it to another level because she only doesn't have the Monster Jam fans too. She wants to represent Lucas Oil really well as well. So she's going to turn it up a notch. You know, Ryan Disher and Saigon Saker, but nobody mentioned this. John Gordon in bad company. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's bad fast. He is bad fast. And another driver who did so well, and I I had his, the privilege of announcing his very, very first event, and he's so great now. Jamie Garner and Overboard. Yeah. That mm. team, when he wants to come out and win, he can win this thing. You know, it's it's just, this lineup's way too stacked. It's the stadium tour, stadium championship series red, 
you know, the fans are for a real treat because every single driver on this tour is going to come out and want to win this thing. It's it's really hard to choose a favorite on here. And like I didn't mention like guys like Bryce, Matt, or Nick. I'm not I'm not disregarding any of those guys. It's just no. some of these some of these other drivers. They're just so good and so talented on this on this lineup. I, I think the chat room is kind of backing up what you were saying there, Matt, and really Josh too. Uh, there's been a couple of points made that you may see, especially more different freestyle winners on this tour. Nobody's going to dominate it. Yeah. It's, it's likely to be a different winner every week. We talked about all those great names, and we never mentioned Colvin Art, who is one of the most yeah. talented drivers in Black Pearl and 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 knows how to play yes. the points game. I, I, I watched him in Orlando on our Hall of Fame induction night, Monster Jam Hall of Fame induction night. I don't think he won anything. Points. He just kept being right. up there. And and that's going to be very important on this. Correct. You got a lot of you got you know you got the original go big or go home guy yep. on this tour and and you have others who who been known to let it all air out and let the chips fall where they may. Okay, let's look at the cities before we get predictions. Uh Jordan, if you can put this up. Uh I, this is an interesting balance. I, I I noticed this tour when it when I first saw it announced. Um I'm going to start in San Antonio, Texas and again the Alamo Dome has just been one of the great venues. St. Louis is like St. Louis, New Orleans, and Montreal, I think, are the biggest floors I've ever been on, floor space. And my one of my personal favorites has always been Tampa. You know, there's just, just great cities on here. Minneapolis, you know, I I'd earlier mentioned Pontiac and, and Houston. You gotta you gotta have Minneapolis up there as kind of the core, you know. AT&T Stadium, what can you say about that? You know, Ford Field, Lucas Oil Stadium, and then back to Philly. You know, love, love that. And and Denver. So there are a lot of great cities, but this one, um, Josh, is really kind of spread out a little more than, than than you guys, you know? Yeah, a lot of historic stadiums on that too. A lot of the a lot of stadiums that if anybody grew up watching Speed 2008, 2009, you recognize every single one of those cities, every single one of those stadiums. Uh, yeah, we're we're staying more California. We have three trips to Anaheim, two trips to Houston. I don't think any of these weekends repeat for Stadium Championship Series Red. It's a unique yeah. stadium every single week. That's going to be a challenge for these drivers, especially when uh, specifically Adam, Tom, Bryce, Todd coming off of the Stadium Championship Series. You know, they were in Houston for three straight weeks. Yep. We're, they're going to a different city each and every week, and there's no three-event weekends to my knowledge. Everything's either two or one. So yep. you're going back to that old classic, either one Saturday night or one Saturday night, do one Sunday and you go home a lot different than 2021. So I think it's going to be a challenge for a lot of these drivers to kind of get back into that. Okay. Two events are done. We're going to a completely new city, completely new stadium. Not going to be anything similar. Maybe the track style, but everything around you is going to be completely different from the last week. Matt, any cities jumped out at you? You've been to a lot of those. Well, St. Louis does because I'm doing that event. I will be yeah. filling in in St. Louis because they needed a fill-in for that weekend. So Is that I'll, right? I will be in St. Louis that weekend. So you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, you know, I've, I've been looking at all your all schedules since I've been helping helping everybody out these past couple of weeks. I didn't know that. So see, yep. tell me something so, I didn't know. Yep, Andrew uh, called me and said, hey, you're off that weekend. Do you want to go to St. Louis? I said, you bet I do. Like. <laughs> I get yeah. one stadium. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the pit reporter in St. Louis. So nice. that'll be pretty exciting. Nice. Yeah, that's gonna be uh that's gonna be pretty awesome. So we'll look forward to 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 seeing you there. I still get to make a prediction because I only have one city on yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna take that away from you. All right. So uh yeah, so 
the predictions in, in the chat room here are really going all over the board. I, I absolutely love it. Um, Josh, Stadium, we're going to start with you first for your prediction on Stadium <sighs> Tour Red. I think this can go a couple of ways. I'm going to go with another... I'm going to go with another strong opinion. Do I want to go with it? Yeah, I want to go with it. I'm going with Bryce Kenny. I'll, okay. I'll explain why I'm it's going with solid, Bryce Kenny. It's a solid pick. Yeah. Bryce, it's a solid, just absolutely yeah. solid pick. Bryce in racing was very strong. Whether it was 2020, he it was made it to the finals in both events in Arlington in 2020. 2021 was a great season for Bryce. He didn't have a, as much of his racing chops, but fastest driver in a monster jam truck. I think he can get back there skills challenge. He really came alive in the skills challenge. I mean, he has perfected just taking that truck, putting it on the front two tires and just riding it. Just, just barely, barely controlling the throttle and brake, leaving it borderline 90 degrees and just riding that out for a couple seconds and then dropping it down. Freestyle Bryce Kenny knows what he's doing when it comes to freestyle. He can fill that clock. He's very good at filling two minutes. And unless he takes a weird bounce and that truck flips him over, he is pretty much guaranteed to fill two minutes and have a wow factor in there as well. So I'm thinking Bryce is going to be most consistent because I, I think like we were talking about with yellow, I think Adam and Tom are going to get caught up in each other. Adam's trying to prove something 40th anniversary of grave digger. We we've seen it in the past, the year before uh, max D anniversary all team Max D is trying to do is spoil the anniversary of team Gr Gravedigger. So I'm thinking they're going to be in each other's heads. Todd is going to be there, but I think Bryce is going to be the one to get it done. All right. So Bryce Kenny is a uh, great clips walk warrior. The pick for Josh, Matt, your turn. I'm, I'm going to go with this pick because he's won a triple threat. If he could keep his truck together and not go over his head, I think he's a th real big threat on this tour. I'm going with Cole Venard in Black Pearl. That's wow. a great pick. That is a great Love pick. Love that pick. Love that pick. I really think so, because Cole has won a triple threat many times. Now, I get it. Arenas and stadiums are different. I, I completely understand that. But as long as he keeps the truck together, he's got the backing of Jamie Garner. Garner literally has told me that he said to Cole many, many times, I don't care what you break, as long as it gets fixed. So go out there and do whatever you got to do. Cole Venard wants to win this and he wants to get back to a world finals again because he competed. I believe he competed in 2019 in Orlando. You know, he would love to get back and to win this thing. But I, that's why my pick Cole Venard and black Pearl is going to come out on top around everybody else. You know, you're going to have Adam and Tom and Todd LaDuke battling out, but I think nobody is expecting Cole Venard and black Pearl to come out on top this year. And I really do think that's, what's going to happen. Well, and, and you know, the, the thing that, that I'll, I'll give you as a note of support was what I talked about with the way he ran in Orlando. Cole's yep. got a, a great concept of you. You don't have to win everything. You just got to avoid being 10th, 11th and 12th well, all the time. The one thing about Cole too, I've always noticed with him when I was on tour with him, he was always calm, cool, and collective. Every time you talked with him, when he was looking at the track, you know, getting ready to go in his truck, he always had a real simple mindset, and he just knew what he had to do in that truck. It's like it just comes natural to him. Like another time, like Tyler Meninga, it just comes natural to him. But Cole is just another level when it comes to his mental state, being so calm and relaxed on that track. Yeah. He could take out anybody, in my opinion. You, 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 you make great points, and, and I don't think anybody disputes you. Um, so, interesting picks. This one... And I'm going to reflect it probably a little bit too, as, as your mind starts going and you can tell with you guys, you, you could have gone different ways. The chat room has been all over the place. 
but you know, and you could make a lot of cases for a lot for you know virtually everybody on that tour, like we were saying. However, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> when I look at it, uh, there are a few things come to mind. One of them, for me, is that schedule. Jordan, mm-hmm. can you put that schedule back up for me? I kind of caught Jordan off guard there. I thought it was done. <laughs> All right. So when I look at this schedule, hmm, what's on there? St. Louis. What's on there? Minneapolis. It's on there. Detroit. It's on there. Indianapolis. All these Midwestern cities where a certain guy Always seems to win. My pick is Tom Mintz and Max D. Okay. All I, was, right. I was thinking I'm about going Tom. with Tom, but I'm taking Well, Tom. and here's the thing, too. These guys, we're seeing the Stadium Championship Series schedule, but there's arenas built into all of these yeah. in between. So they're going from stadium to arena. Now, the arenas the won't have stadium points. But Correct. They to, but the, a lot of these guys will still be competing as your Cor- Correct. So, but that's my point. A lot of these guys are going back from stadium to arena, going from small to big. A lot of mindset adjusting on their driving over those weekends. Lots of changes on their driving over the weekends. So, that Scott, that's a great pick. You make a real good point with all those yeah. cities with Tom. I just can't count the number of times that Tom has treated Indianapolis like a hometown. Absolutely. Tom, <laughs> yeah. has, Tom has been so great in Minneapolis. You know, there's only, what, one or two Florida stops on there, right? And and if anything, there's one Tampa. Yeah, only Tampa. And and you know, for so many years, Tom didn't even want to go to Florida. He said Neil down there because Dennis dominated everything yep. down that way. But most of those, you know, St. Louis, I've seen some of Tom's greatest performances. That floor just made for him, the size of it and and, and the things that he does. Nope, that's gonna be my pick. All right, love it. We're we're, we're 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 getting a lot of different in there. We got one more tour to pick. So I'll tell you what, let's take the break. Let me just quickly remind everybody. Um, again, two things. One, if you haven't already checked out the new podcast that we're uploading every week. Oh, Matt, Matt, come back in here. Yeah, I'm you're, here. You're going to cut this show and actually drop it on the podcast later in the week, right? Correct. I'm gonna it's going to be kind of like a one, bonus. Yeah, this is not going to be like released on Monday. This will be a bonus. I'll text Scott, say, hey, Scott, the episode's up. You can post it on your socials. Okay. But this will be a bonus episode for anyone that wants to listen to predictions. So tell your friends or your whoever you know, if yep. you're traveling first quarter, let them know. We have our Monster Jam predictions here yeah. coming to the podcast channel. So they'll be able to get it on the Conversation with Scott Douglas podcast. And then again, Mondays, at least for the time being, and it's going to be for a long time being, I think, we're going to take you back. What we're going to put on the podcast are these shows that tell the story of not only Monster Jam, but the entire Monster Truck industry. So Dennis is already up. Yeah, You can already listen to the Gary Porter podcast. I mean, I'm sorry, the Tom Mintz podcast and the Army Armstrong podcast with all the special guests next Monday, Gary Porter drops. So check out the podcast. Give us the five-star reviews. Download it. We appreciate all that support. And again, remember, uh, shows all three nights coming up next week, including the announcement of the fourth driver who will compete at TNT Unfinished Business one week from tonight. So again, we'd love to have you subscribe. If you've been a subscriber and the subscriptions run out, do us a favor, renew it. We appreciate the support. Quick break, and we come back to talk about the final arena tour, arena tour West right after this on monster jam.
Welcome back. We've got one more tour to look at as we get ready for the exciting 2022 Monster Jam season here on Conversations with Scott Douglas. And again, if you're joining us uh, on, on the podcast, Conversations with Scott Douglas and listening to us, thanks for, for tuning this one in as well. Matt Isbell, Josh Lee along with me. And uh, our final tour to take a look at is Arena Tour West. So, Jordan, let's take a look at the lineup of drivers uh, coming this year to Arena Tour West. And I'm not going to say anything this time. I'm going to go to you first, Matt. What's jumping out at you here? A uh, lot of great talent on this tour. A lot of returning drivers that I love seeing. Like uh, Miranda Kozad at Scooby-Doo. She didn't have any performances in 2020, unfortunately. But now she's back on a full tour behind the wheel this year. Um, Brad Allen coming back, driving the Nitro Menace machine. Uh, that's going to be real interesting to see. And then Travis Mowry, who was originally scheduled on this tour to drive Nitro Menace is driving Rockwell Red, driving that team. But if there's any standouts, like real hardcore standouts for me, Tristan England, Brandon Vincent, and David Olfer, those those three drivers out there on this tour, it's a lot of these drivers are going to be playing, you know, head to head, trying to keep those three guys, you know, down so they don't run away with this tour. You know, and that's the one thing I remember we had on uh, the West tour the one year, you know. Colton Tyler just ran away with the tour at, at one point. And I feel like that could happen here, but a lot of these other, it's going to be up to a lot of these other drivers to keep these other drivers in check to make sure that doesn't happen. You know, especially because yeah. you have two big, you have two big floors on this tour too. You have almost stadium sized floors on this tour, two of them. Okay. We'll look at that in a minute, but uh, Josh, let me get your thoughts on the lineup. It's a very interesting one. Like like Matt mentioned, Miranda Kozad coming back. Bernard Light in a new identity. First time he's ever been outside of Alien Invasion, yep. at least for a full tour. He's in Megalodon. Uh, David Olfert, uh, his first championship series. He's a good dark horse. Travis Mowry, I uh, said it in the break. He threw down one of the best freestyles of the night in Glendale a couple of months ago on the fall event there. I think that was one of the best runs of the night. Like he, I think he's ready to throw down, especially on those larger floors that Matt was talking about. Tacoma and Fargo are going to be the two large floors there. Mentioned stadium-sized floors. I think Tristan's going to take to that well. Brandon Vincent, he was at that Glendale event behind the wheel of Grave Digger in Glendale. I think he's going to really do good in Tacoma and Fargo, too, now that he has some stadium events under his belt. You guys have mentioned the uh, uh, Tacoma and Fargo. Jordan, let's go and look at all the cities. Yeah. Uh, where fans are going to be enjoying um, this driver lineup we just looked at. And, and again, very busy. Yeah, very busy with a lot of – it starts out at uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, um, coming up this weekend. And then you mentioned going right to Tacoma. And, you know, there's – the you, you and, and Fargo was the other floor you mentioned of that size. Sacramento is one of the newest buildings, one of the newest arenas, I, I believe, still. Um Nampa, always been fun going there. Um, Matt, you've been to a lot of these places. Well, Des Moines, I love Des Moines. Always love Des Moines. Um, a lot of family down that way. Fresno, great place to go. And then Green Bay. I've never done Green Bay. Somebody put in the chat room, I think Jones could put in the chat room earlier, asking if I'd ever done a Monster Jam event in Roberts Stadium in Evansville. No, but I saw a lot of concerts there. So, oh, all right. <laughs> I used to live very close to there. And when you're in Owensboro, Kentucky, the big concerts go to Evansville. They didn't come to Owensboro. So we went to uh, went to a lot of those at, at Roberts Stadium, uh, kind of an iconic place back in the day. But um, uh, 
Denver, man. It seemed like I was hanging out with you for a few years in Denver. It seemed like I always seen you in we, Denver. We we did we uh, had Denver. Um, Denver was a lot of times time racing in that in that venue. Uh, another venue that stuck out to me. It is a newer venue, but Sacramento, one of the smallest floors, the smallest floor. So these drivers have to be persistent. And how they attack the track when it comes to freestyle, when it comes to racing. I believe time racing is always in Sacramento. Um, trying to remember something as Tacoma. Like, mm-hmm. that's a lot of events on a big floor. I think that's four or five shows uh, on that floor. I think it's four. Um, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a big floor for these drivers to really attack. And that's where that weekend, you could really rack up the points, I feel like. Is if you could get great consistent runs on a stadium floor that weekend, Tacoma is where you can do it. Salt Lake City is a great proving ground, too. It's a decent-sized floor. The fans are always great there. And the drivers really could take advantage of that take advantage of that size floor because it's a really good-sized floor. Um, like some of these other cities, like Moline and Green Bay, too, great shows, great events. And, you know, it's pretty cool that a lot of these drivers out west are going to be coming over to the Midwest to go to Moline and Green Bay to rack up these points. All, all these cities are awesome. You know, I love the West Tour when I did it. Uh, I've done, I've been on the tour twice uh, for West, and it, it's a great tour. It, it really is. If the fans are going to have a great time with all these drivers, and, you know, I remember we actually used to wrap up the championship in Fresno, and now we're wrapping it up. It looks like it's going to be wrapped up in Green Bay this year. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's interesting. Could be the way the football season's working out. Yep. Could be rolling back to the Super Bowl champion home like we uh, like we'll do when we go to Tampa yep. this year. Um, so, you know, you guys have talked about the floors in the cities, and and it, and it is interesting uh, that place. And I, I did see somebody said Matt, they think Sacramento is a uh, normal racing. So but okay, they're, they're likely to be a couple of times racing because those are some there there are some. It's it's interesting. There are some of the smaller arena floors Correct. on this tour along with what you guys are pointing out uh those two big ones that come to mind fargo dome is an amazing facility it's and huge yeah it, it is it's absolutely huge i mean it's you know it just doesn't have what you call normal dome seating capacity correct it's just got a, big, floor, it's got a big floor yeah it, it's an amazing place uh the two times i've been there the wind chill's been 50 below so i, I probably <laughs> won't be on my schedule this year nothing against fargo love you guys but <laughs> 50 50 below both times that I went there. <laughs> Matt, you remember. <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it, it's like I said, it is a great floor. These drivers really hammered out. Those, and the thing about Fargo, too, it's two events in one day at, at the Fargo Dome. It's always been that way. It's two events in one day. And then, you know, like I say, you have Tacoma with the, the four events. Those six events right there on the two big floors, that's where these drivers could really step it up and really get some points and really stretch their legs on this tour. All right, um, Josh, any more thoughts before we go to predictions? I, I, I know the, it's interesting, though. This is the one tour, um, other than my Tom Mintz prediction looking at buildings, where the the facilities seem like they may, may may play out a little bit more because they're so varied. Yeah, and Bra- the, the drivers who have the most experience at the West Tour, Brandon Vincent and Tristan England, I mean, they they were at each other's throats on the West Tour, I believe, in, in, 20, in 2020 as well, but also in 2019. They've been they've been touring together for a while, and it seems like every time Brandon Vincent and Tristan England are on the tour, it's them running away with the championship. I think looking at the cities, like you mentioned, a lot of different floor sizes in the same way. Uh, going up to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada as well. They're going to have a they have one 
Canadian stop there. And then yep. Colorado Springs, another smaller venue. And then just mentioned all the stops on the West Coast. Tucson, Arizona is going to be an interesting one. Because that's another one of those buildings that the floor size is pretty decent for the pod. Then when you get off the pod, not a lot of didn't move them to move, move yeah. around. So yes, majority of that track, which can lead to some nice air with these drivers because that pod is going to take up most of the space. Yeah. What I remember about Tucson is they've got like an annex where the, the trucks are pitted and yep. it's almost, and if you get that thing, if you get that tunnel jammed up, it's like <laughs> a host better if it come up with about 10 minute comedy routine. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right, Matt, you're, 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 you're taking the lead on the arenas. So we've looked at the lineup. Let's uh, Jordan, if you don't mind, let's put the driver lineup back. Let's uh, remind everybody one more time of the drivers competing on Monster Jam Arena Championship Series West. Outstanding lineup. We've kind of kicked around some of them. Matt, you're going to be first to give us a prediction and tell us why you think it's going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. This is really, really tough. Um, because there's two great drivers on this tour that I know can really dominate. It's between Brendan Vincent and Gradebringer, Tristan England and Urshaker. Again, no, nothing against the rest of the drivers. They're all talented drivers. But I, I think Tristan England's going to do it again. He's back in Earthshaker. You know, he's back in his, you know, his truck that he's, he's known. And he's done these cities before. He's performed at all of these cities. He can just, and he keeps his composure together. Every single time he comes out to the track, I think Tristan England is going to, you know, he's going to have a run with grand and Vincent and Gravedigger. He's going to give him run for his money, but I think Tristan England and Earthshaker is going to, you know, battle it out and take this win. And the reason also, again, no more triple threat. He doesn't have ATVs to worry about. He doesn't have speedsters to worry about. He just has to worry about his monster jam truck. And that's where Tristan England shines each and every single week. Okay, Matt making the emphatic points. Josh, how about you? Uh, well, I, I actually think quite the opposite of Matt here. I think Megalodon Tristan was the best Tristan we've ever seen in Monster Jam. Okay. So I think going back to Earthshaker, yes, he's known that truck. Yes, he's great in that truck too. But I think it's going to be a little bit more of a learning curve because he had so many events. He was competing almost every single weekend in Megalodon. It's going to be a little bit different when he hops back into Earthshaker. For the championship... I got to go pretty predictable here. Brandon Vincent, I saw him in Sunrise. He was behind the wheel of Son of a, but still one of the best performances from Brandon Vincent the entire season. Saw him in stadiums in Glendale. He, I think he's ready to get back to a championship series, back behind the wheel of the black and green wrecking machine. I think it'll be Brandon Vincent, but I think Tristan England and David Olfert. That's my top three. I think David Olfert's going to be right there contending for the championship at least a couple of times. Okay. So we've got one Tristan England Earthshaker, and we've got one Brandon Vincent Gravedigger. The first thing I'm going to say is your points have been valid, especially about how they kind of separated themselves. I could definitely see um, it not being uh, just two runaway. You, you, you mentioned Olbert, right. uh, you mentioned, and, and Travis Mowry's been making a lot of headway. Hey, Brad Allen knows what he's doing. Yes, uh, he does. There are people who are going to be able to be consistent and, and, and they're going to grab a win here and there. And they'll probably stay up there in points. But, but I think I, we're all in the same boat that at least looking at it on paper going in, it's, it's either Gravedigger, Brandon Vincent, or Earthshaker and, and, and Tristan England. And so it, it's so close. And I just think Tristan's had the better of it. I think, I think, Brent, I think Brandon may have a little more motivation to get back over the top um, and, and get it. So I'm going to take Brandon Vincent and Gravedigger right. as well. And uh, so there's where our picks come in there. 
Gentlemen, this has been an absolute blast. Loved it. Um, uh, Josh, just some final thoughts. I know you're excited about heading out on the road and what you're going to see. Yeah, I'm just really excited to finally, you know, be traveling every single weekend with such an amazing group. I got Sam and uh, Evan Basoko in the booth with me. Mike Mosier, tour manager, getting a tour with him is going to be fun. Just the, the lineup we've got, the lineup, the lineup of everybody on the tour. I'm just excited to be on yellow. I'm excited to see how the competition is going to play out because I think it is going to be very, very tight. And I, I think once we get out of San Diego, which is the second weekend of action, four events down, I think that's when we're going to see the stadium championship series yellow points structure kind of come into picture. I think we're finally going to see which four or five are going to be the championship contenders, but Oakland this weekend going to be wide open. So if you follow it on monsterjam.com and hopefully TV's there so people can catch it on, on live, but I'm just excited to finally be on a tour getting geared up. I've been wanting to be gearing up for a tour for years now, and I'm finally doing that. So I'm just excited to get, get to work. I'm excited to get boots on the ground on Friday and get started. Well, Matt and I are certainly excited for you. And I know yes. all the regular viewers of this show who, who uh, jump in there in the chat room and have gotten to know you well are excited for you as well. So uh, it's going to be a great tour and, and wish you well on it. Matt, uh, back out again, you you grizzly old veteran you. And I, mean, I remember <laughs> your first I remember first time I saw you walk in the door. And uh, now look at you. But uh, you get to go out. Even get a bonus date on Stadium Tour yep. Red, uh, which you're going to have a lot of fun with. That'll be you and Kay Young. Oh my yeah. goodness gracious! I, I, and uh, Kay Young and, and I are and Andre, back Andre, again. And Andre Stone, yeah, yeah, because you'll Kay be Young going there for Kim. Back together again. Oh my goodness gracious! But other than that, it's it's Arena Tour Central. Um, I know you're going to be eating some good gra- crab cakes this weekend when you head to Baltimore. What a great I'm, way to start! I can't wait. Um, Ten years. I can't believe I'm still here, and I'm very grateful to still be part of Monster Jam and be doing this. And Josh, I don't know if I've actually ever told you, but congratulations on your tour. Um, and welcome to the Monster Jam family. Because it it's, Thank you. It's, it's pretty cool. And I'm just glad that I get to be doing this again. And not just, you know, to be around the trucks. It's, I get to work with you again, Scott. I know I worked with you in the summer, but back in the Monster Jam, it still feels different. And then hey, being able to be around Greg Whitaker, I'm excited to be back on, you know, back in the arenas. The arenas are where I feel at home. I love you know, being able to be close to the fans. And I think that's what I just can't wait to see is all the fans again and be around them. And then seeing all these drivers really competing and battling it out because it's, it's just going to be a nonstop tour with a lot of fun and just being able to see everybody and hang out again. It feels like we're getting back to normal and that's, that's what I want to see. So if you are near any of my cities on arena championship series central, please come out to the events Wait for me from a distance, please. And have <laughs> you can, a you can yell hi. Yeah, you can, yeah exactly. Hey, hi, Matt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can say hi to me. I would love to see you guys on Arena Championship Series Central because this is the tour that everyone's going to be talking about when it comes to the arenas. You're not going to want to miss out. As Josh said, go to monsterjam.com to grab your tickets and come see us live at Monster Jam. Can't wait to see you guys. And Scott, Thanks again for having me on the show. I love coming on you here. Know, Thank you know, this, this was an idea that, that I thought would be cool. And looking at the response in the chat room and how much fun this was, um, you know, maybe, and thinking a little far out now, but I'm sure I'm going to do multiple different types of of programs here on conversations or conversations leading up to Monster Jam World Finals. But I think that week, one of the shows we reconvened this panel right here 
I'm good and, with it. And, and, we got to we'll, play our predictions back. We got to yeah. play the videos back. Yep, yep. Josh, you can put all that back together. We'll see how we did on picking the tours, and then we can take it into Monster Jam World Finals. We'll start playing on that, that one for some time with May. Guys, thank you so much for everything you do. Thanks for a great show tonight, and thanks to everybody for tuning in. Again, remember, later this week, I'll let you know when it happens, Matt is going to edit this show into a podcast form, so if you'd like to uh, listen to the predictions again and yell at us through your, your radio speaker or wherever you're listening to us, your computer, uh, we'll have this show available on the podcast, and then Gary Porter drops next Monday. One week from tonight, it's the exclusive unveiling of the fourth name who will compete at TNT Motorsports Unfinished Business. Michael Harper will be here. And so, if the technology holds up, will that guest be joining us as well? Big thanks to Jordan Hicks tonight. Great job pushing the buttons. Josh Lee, not only as the guest, but also for directing things for us here. Matt Isbell, my executive producer. But thanks most of all to all of you tuning in and keeping us, uh, keeping us streaming each week. We'll see you next Tuesday. Good night, everyone.